It's the Riverinas Triple M. Jamie and Lee with you this morning. Great to catch up with this bloke who's going to be coming down tomorrow for the inaugural grand final luncheon that's being held at the Rules Club. Former Australian test cricketer, former superstar, Greg Ritchie. Hello. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Great to be with you, Jamie. Lee, um, looking forward to being in one of my favourite spots in Australia, I must say, these days, Wagga. Um, I hear the weather is going to be uh, absolutely magnificent for the weekend, so it uh, should be a great lunch tomorrow. Um, really looking forward to it. Yeah, we're very much looking forward to having you here. Now, you said uh, you get down to Wagga fairly regularly, don't you? I do. I have been coming um, pretty regularly for about five, six years since um, I first came down to play in... Um, the Wagga Pro-Am, the Golf Pro-Am out at the Wagga uh, Country Club. General manager there, John Turner, is a great mate. I've got to know John very well over the years, as I have to many of the members at the Wagga Country Club. It's a great membership, a great bunch of people, both the male and female membership. Wonderful facility, salt of the earth people. Yeah, love coming to Wagga. It's a, it's one of my favourite places. It's Bloody magnificent. Very nice course, but that. A bunker is it the fifteenth that goes around to the left? Jeez, I find it every every time. <laughs> I can tell you, they got a lot more than just the one bunker at the fifteenth. I, I find myself in a lot of them, but I tell you what, the greens are among the best in Australia, and uh, the pro ams coming up in October. One of the best pro ams outside major capital cities in Australia. So uh, a lot of top names coming down. It'll be good fun, but tomorrow it'll all be about uh, telling a few yarns. To the uh, to the people at the rules club, looking forward to a great day. Well, you would have uh, run across a couple of Wagga people in your career, of course. You would have uh, come across uh, blokes like uh, Taylor and uh, Jeff Lawson. The, how were they uh, to play alongside? Well, brilliant. Henry uh, Henry Lawson was um, one of my teammates. Uh, I first uh, toured Pakistan with Jeff um, in 1982. Toured the West Indies and England with him in '84 and '85. Uh, I didn't play for Australia with Mark Tubby Taylor, but I played a lot of Sheffield Shield cricket against Mark. Great fellas, both of them, and very proud Wagga men and two brilliant New South Wales cricketers. They gave me a lot of grief. Henry bowled me far too many bounces in the years, but um, you know we're still great mates. Just a question on that as well. It's one of those things I've discovered the other day that the can opener was invented about 50 years after the can was invented. It seems to me in uh, cricket, particularly facing those West Indian teams of that era, yeah. that the yeah. helmet was invented far too late in the uh, in the game of cricket. Yeah. Well, I, I can subscribe to that. Courtney Walsh hit me in the face with, uh, with one at the Sydney Cricket Ground in the Test match in 1984, which wasn't terrific. I did have a helmet on, but no uh, visor on the front of it. But, yeah, it's probably something we should have looked at many, many years ago. Uh, And and rather ironical that a young Australian champion, Phil Hughes, actually then lost his life um, Mm. whilst wearing a helmet. So, look, the game has changed these days. Yeah, they all bowl pretty quick. England in the recent Ashes series had... uh, that gentleman, Mark Wood, who bowled yeah. up around you know, 95 mile an hour. There's not a lot of time to get out of the road of it. Um, it gets your attention. Uh, I used to always wear a brown pair of underpants underneath <laughs> my bites whenever I played against the West, <laughs> the West Indies. Um, but 
when you reflect upon it, it, it was great times, great memories, and if you did well against them, it gave you a, a wonderful feel of feeling of uh, achievement, you know. But it was never something you got used to, I can tell you. I've got a, a lot of good stories to tell <laughs> to tell you about it, uh, those sorts of days. It must be fascinating to see sort of how far the game has come just technologically since, the, you know, the, the days when you were playing in the 80s, you know, with things yeah. like stump cams and the, the computerised modelling of, of where the ball's going and everything now. Like, it, it must just be wild. Yeah, it is. I, I had about five years um, with Channel 9 in the commentary team and uh, the, the stuff that they can project onto the television now, the slow-mo vision um, and everything makes watching cricket absolutely brilliant. We have come a long way. You know, the sound uh, sometimes gets players into a bit of strife, the, the sound vision out, out, out onto the ground. But um, the game has changed dramatically. I think the biggest change technologically in the game, guys, has been the cricket bat itself. The bats that the players have now are so different to what, say, like Sir Donald Bradman and, and players of the 40s and 50s used to use. Uh, we used to think in the 80s that... You know, we couldn't get cricket bats that were any better. They were thicker. They were so sweet when you hit the ball out of the middle. But they don't even get close to um, comparing to the bats that the players use today. You know, particularly in the T20s, we see it with the ball going so far. I mean, uh, Chris Lynn from the Brisbane Mm. Heat, he's hit one out of the gabba uh, over the the big stand out towards mid-wicket when you're batting from the Stanley Street end. I could stand there with 100 cricket balls in my hand, just throw one up and try and hit one out of the ground with no one bowling it and wouldn't even get close. The length of the the hits these days, it's great to watch. I mean, um, I'm in awe of how good these young players are, how athletic they are, the fielding, the catching. The game has improved uh, so much since my day, even though I was an absolute fitness fanatic. And <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And, Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh out loud there. <laughs> no, no, no. And absolutely trained to the minute for the uh, entirety of my career. I sit back now and go, goodness me. People say, wouldn't you love to have played in the T20 back hat? And I said, well, I'm not too sure I'd even be selected because... I was nowhere near as athletic as these young blokes today. The catches they take, they throw the stumps down. I suppose Benson and Hedges wasn't the major sponsor, was the major sponsor when I played. But uh, anyway, anyway, we'll leave that alone. No, the, game, the game is brilliant to watch these days. It's so much fun. And the female game has improved uh, dramatically as well. The girls... Um, play a pretty good game of cricket these days as well. Don't they? What, there's, geez, there's some bowlers in the Aussie team who I would not like to be facing on both sides of the uh, both sides of the gender divide as well. Yeah. Mate, you're here tomorrow, of course, for the grand final luncheon. Uh, Campbell Brown going to be here as well. Brad Blaze, the speed painter, all happening at the Rules Club and it's uh, getting underway from around about midday. And yeah. have a bit of a chat about footy, have a bit of a chat about cricket, tell some tales, have a yarn and raise some money for a great cause with ProPatria and the work that they're doing in Wagga at the moment. It's a pleasure to catch up. Looking forward to it. Are you coming down for the uh, for the Pro-Am as well? I am coming down for the Pro-Am. Um I look forward to that every year, um, catching up with uh, a lot of mates that I've made over the last five years in Wagga. Uh, it's always a fabulous weekend. Um, I've got a couple of mates of mine coming down to be guests at the Pro Am. Um, guy called Jeffrey Thompson, who wasn't a bad cricketer, and Is that uh, handy his, bowler? Captain, his his captain was a bloke called Gregory Stephen Chapel. Both will be guests 
um, at the, the Wagga Pro-Am. So that, that'll be a lot of fun. But tomorrow, it'll be good to catch up with Campbell Brown. I've met Campbell a few times. Um, he's, a, he's a bit of a bloody character. And uh, it'll be nice to see how many people like me will be barracking for the Lions to win the flag this year. Probably not many. <laughs> uh, look, I think they're thin on the ground, the Lions supporters in Wagga. Uh, but there are a few around I know of. So Well, I can imagine uh, it should be a good day. Most of the Collingwood supporters will be uh, uh, doing their best to polish their tooth today to make them look <laughs> Uh, for the lunch, <laughs> are you allowed to say that? I'm sorry, sorry, Collingwood. <laughs> I, as a uh, as a man who is married to a Collingwood supporter and has an, a whole family of in laws of Collingwood supporters, yeah, go yeah. ahead, go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, they they have to be among the most passionate uh, sports fans anywhere in the world. The, the great Pies supporters. So maybe we'll see a Lions versus Collingwood final. It would be outstanding, and it's probably it's looking pretty likely at the moment. Greg Ritchie on the River Eaters Triple M, thank you so much for your time, and look forward to having you in town tomorrow. Yeah, thanks very much, guys. Thanks for your time. It's a pleasure.